Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now let's take a look at some of the highlights from this week's new Source Weekly, Volume 25, Issue 29, dated July 18th. This week's cover story is from ArtWatch, our arts section. Central Oregon and the Space Race. High Desert Museum opens Moon Country Exhibit by Carrie Brown. Fifty years ago, on July 20, 1969, the Apollo Moon Module Eagle landed on the moon, and Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong took some big steps for mankind. To commemorate the 50-year anniversary of that event, the High Desert Museum has a new exhibit titled Moon Country, Oregon and the Space Race, which highlights Central Oregon's role in training the astronauts of that era by exposing them to the area's unique volcanic landscape. The idea was that Central Oregon's landscape most closely resembled the landscapes astronauts would find on the moon. The exhibit shows rarely seen images of astronaut trainees traversing the otherworldly basalt terrain of the Lava Lands, Paulina Lake, and Mackenzie Pass, while situating the moon landing and space race in both the national and local context. While the government was trying to beat out the Soviet Union and the rest of the nation was working through issues of equality and poverty, Central Oregon was moving away from the lumber industry and laying the groundwork to become, inevitably, a tourist destination. My favorite part of the exhibit, on display until November, is the tale of how a sliver of Central Oregon lava rock made its way to the moon, after local building inspector Floyd Watson asked astronaut Jim Irwin to bring it there. Whether these men realized it or not, they were collaborating on a fantastic art project. Next, from our outside section, East Trails Project Off and Running. Madras Coda Chapter Creating Multi-Use Trails for Just About Everyone and Every Skill Level by Chris Miller. The land east of Madras is sparsely covered with juniper trees, sage, and other desert plants. It's a great habitat if you're a sage grouse, but maybe not the best place to create a biking trail system, at least to the untrained eye. But according to the Central Oregon Trail Alliance's Brennan Morrow, the dirt is primo for mountain bike riders, runners, and horse riders. The soil is great, Morrow said. It means the riding here is quite a bit bigger window, because we have less snow, so you can ride later into the season and earlier in the season, and it looks like we'll be proving that you can ride all the way through the summer. Instead of just a layer of dust covering rocks, the soil near Madras is more clay-like than other places in central Oregon, Morrow says. What that means is it packs out really nicely. It also doesn't dust out as badly, Morrow said. We've had some dry spells, and it's not dusty at all, and it's not turning into duff or anything like that. Morrow said the trails are in their infancy, as Coda started building them after the winter snow melted off this spring. Although the trail system is mainly geared toward cross-country mountain bike riders, Morrow said there are some good flowing berms to ride, a bridge to nowhere, and a jump line in the works for more advanced riders. We have something for just about everybody, Morrow said. If you're a beginner, you can just kind of hit the flat stuff. If you want to hit those berms up high and blast down low, more advanced guys can do it. Madras became an official chapter of CODA in September 2018. Currently, the chapter has seven members, Morrow said. And finally, from the news desk. Flood can't sink library lovers. Friends of the Bend Libraries lost its home and books, but comes back with new digs for its annual sale. By Chris Miller. The late winter that blanketed Bend in snow caused school cancellations and left many buildings with water damage from ice dams and flooding. 
The Friends of the Bend Library lost about 11,000 books and its home when the Deschutes Public Library Administrative Building on Wall Street flooded from snowmelt. But the Friends of the Library rose from the flood and within about a month had a new building to store its books. Within about a three-month period, it had gathered about 14,000 books, donated for its book sale happening July 20th and 21st. According to Toby Bayard, co-chair of Friends of the Bend Library's book sales, in early April, the group inked a deal with Ben Lapine Schools to use a modular building on the grounds of Ponderosa Elementary School. The group took possession of the building June 20th, and as of July 12th, when the source checked it out, the shelves were full of books and boxes ready to unpack for the upcoming book sale, happening on the school grounds. Friends of the Ben Library started in 1980. The all-volunteer group does two book sales a year, with 100% of the proceeds going to improve the literacy and library services offered by Ben Public Libraries. According to Bayard, book sales average about $20,000 a year. The money goes to literacy programs, the summer reading program, ebooks that people check out, and the general fund for the purchasing of books, Bayard said. Fobel also donates duplicate books to prisons and ships some off to coastal communities in need, according to co-chair Bill Borthwick. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more information on these and other stories, pick up the latest copy of the Source Weekly for free wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon, and also visit bensource.com. I'm Sam Scholl.